Hello and welcome back to SELF. This is Social Emotional Learning for Faculty for the Adults in the Building. And I'm April Danielle, your host, and I have been in education for over 20 years and I truly believe that healed teachers can heal the world. I believe social emotional wellness of our educators should be a top priority. And that's what this podcast is for, to guide you on this journey of social emotional wellness. So let's go ahead and get the party started. Do you have the back to school blues? I have seen so many posts in groups um, on Facebook from strangers that are dreading this new school year. So do you have the back to school blues? If you do, never fear. We're here to talk about it and talk you through it. We're going to talk you off that back to school blues ledge. So I did post on Facebook and I asked who has the back to school blues because I noticed so many people. Now, most of the responses I got were from parents and we'll talk about that in a minute. But I got a response from a teacher that I know and it's dear to my heart and I love her. And she said that this is the first year that she's actually excited to go back. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. Can you tell me what the difference is? Like what happened? And she said that last year was a year she started to one set boundaries. She didn't take anything home. She focused during her prep on focusing on her lesson plans and found those things that matter, those things that make those important, not urgent, right? Important, not urgent that she wanted to focus on. And she did that. And then also started to reframe her thinking. So the things that were mandatory that she couldn't set boundaries around and say no, uh, like family nights, she decided to reframe what that meant. This is not a night I have to go to. This is a chance for me to connect with my students and families. And as I know, as I connect with my students and families and build these relationships, that is ultimately going to impact my classroom and my life and my career for the positive. So it's almost like an investment in my happiness going to these family nights. So she had a mindset, mind shift, mind shift, mindset shift a mind shift. She changed the perception and the way she was looking at things. Now in her boundaries, she also said something that I say a lot, and this is not necessarily healthy or the best way to do this, but there's a lot of expectations put on us. And a lot of us know that we cannot do all of those things at 100% capacity. We cannot do all of those things at our very best and still be happy, healthy, whole person. Now you may be able to do all those things at quote unquote, your very best, but nothing else, nothing else gets your best. You don't get your best. Your family doesn't get your best. So what she said to herself, what are they going to do? Fire me? Like, let's be real people. We're in, in a time when we are needed. And I want to be clear. We're also in a time where we are smart, we're intelligent, we're educated, and we know what needs to be done that's the best for our students. We know what we can kind of put off to the side or say no to. We know that one extra thing that you're asking me to do and you're kind of implying that I I should do it again for the sake of the kids. You know that it is not the best. It is not the best input of my energy, but over here is, and that's where I'm going to go. And not be sorry about it. 
right? Not be sorry about it and not look at what everybody else is doing. Comparison. They say the comparison is the killer of dreams or something. It's something like that. So let's talk about comparison. Comparison might be one of the issues that is causing your back to school blues. You're comparing the school year directly with your summer. They are not the same. <laughs> they require very different things and very different energies. So the more you compare that, the more you're probably going to feel those back to school blues. So it is all about your mindset. Now, in your dredge and drudgery and misery, thinking about the school year coming up, you maybe feel tempted to speak this out loud and find others who are also feeling like that same dread because you want to feel validated. Like these are okay feelings. Well, they are. I'm telling you right now, you don't have to find others to know one, that they're, they're out there and two, that it's okay to feel this way. Whatever feeling you're feeling is a message. It's a message to you about the thoughts that you are having. It is okay to feel this way. And going out and bonding over this misery is just going to perpetuate it. So I had, I tell you, please don't. Don't go out there to find others and always talk about like, because sometimes it feels like it's therapeutic. It really does. And I said this on a previous episode, but it's kind of like, eating ice cream instead of going to the gym, it's going to feel good in the moment, but for your long-term happiness, it is not the best choice. So don't go out there and find those others who are living in dread uh, to commiserate with them. So we're going to make a mind shift, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But after we make this mindset shift, we need to make a plan because it's easy to slip back in. We need to make a plan. And this kind of goes with the people who you should find. Find those people who are wanting something different. It doesn't have to be the, the people who skip into work and like, thank God we're back at work, blah, blah, blah. It can be those people, but if you can't relate to them in any way, find those that really want to make a change, that really want this year to be different, they really want this year to be better, and they're ready to put the effort in. Because when you surround yourself with that kind of community, then you have little reminders. It kind of reminds me, I think Brene Brown talks about it in marriage, how marriage is never 50-50, that that is she says words I can't say, but that's just junk. It's not 50-50. That sometimes it's 70-30. I have to math really quick. 70-90. Sometimes it's 70-30. Sometimes I come in and I'm like, listen, I can only give 30 today. Do you got me on that other 70, right? And that's what community can do. You come in and you're at 30, but your friend, Miss Smith, She's at 70 that day. And so she can she can kind of remind you and say the words and remind you of the thoughts and beliefs that you're trying to have and spread so you can be have a happier, healthier year. So find those people and bond with those people who want to make a change. As you're changing your mindset, think also about the perspectives of different people that are going to be in there. For example, the students. And then the parents of that, those students. And the only reason I bring this up is because it was so crazy to me that was mostly parents that commented on the post I did, because obviously I'm friends with a lot of teachers, but it was mostly parents. I think teachers don't want to admit if they have the blues. And they also don't want to say sometimes, oh, I'm so excited to go back because they feel bad 
that, or maybe they feel like other teachers don't feel like they're fake or like, oh, look at you want to go back. Oh, I could just imagine that. <laughs> I can imagine I've been that person. I can imagine that. So it was mostly parents that responded. And a lot of the response was over concern, concern over teachers. You guys, parents don't have the perspective of teachers. Now, a lot of teachers have the perspective of a parent. I feel like sometimes we don't use that connection or make that connection as much as we could, but parents don't have the perspective of teachers. So one parent was very concerned um, about an IEP not being followed, a 504, which is a very valid concern, especially when you're moving into middle school, where you used to have a classroom of 30, and now the teacher may have 200 students. It, and I I express her, it's, it's, it's really hard for a teacher to remember. It's not, it's okay to go up to them and connect a face with a name and remind them that this 504 is like, it's not ADHD or it, something you can read 10 days in, right? It's something that is a medical condition that is now you should read your 504s, guys. Read your 504s before, before school starts. Look for what needs to be done. But again, I know that sometimes this doesn't happen. I know it. So her concern is valid. So think about as you go in, maybe focus on the parents and their concerns and the support of the students. How am I going to support the students and think about their perspective and them coming into the classroom? And if you really wanna focus, because a lot of times it's easier, let's be real, to focus on others than it is on ourselves, focus on what mindset you want them to have. What mindset do you want your students to have and embrace that? Do you want your students to be dreading going back to school? Is that the mindset? Of course not. I don't know anybody who would say they want that, right? You don't want the mindset of your students coming in to be that back to school blues. Now it's a transition. It's something different, but it can be just as great, just as adventurous, just as adjectives, more and more adjectives as our summer is. It's just different. It's just different. So what are some ways we can change our mindset? One is to visualize. You want a constant, a constant message to your brain about what you want it to be. The constant focus on what you don't want it to be, which is really the back to school blues, that dread, that drudgery, like, oh, it's going to be the same as every other year. When you keep telling that story to your brain and to others and post it on Facebook, your brain is going to keep repeating that. And the same thing is going to keep happening. It, it literally is. To make a change, you must change your thoughts. And to help change your thoughts, you can visualize. Visualization is really powerful. And we already know this. Athletes use it to visualize how they're going to win a game or how they're going to win a race. I think it, there was like Michael Phelps visualizes the whole race in his head before before he does it and even they even did a study I'm sure you've seen it or you've heard about it where basketball players practiced actual physical practice practiced making three-point shots I think it was or free throws I don't, I don't know <laughs> I clearly don't know basketball but they they actually practice doing free throws let's say an hour a day these are not the exact numbers people just go with me here this was an actual study though for an hour a day, they practice actually making free throw thoughts. And then the other group 
practiced visualizing. They just visualized themselves for an hour a day making these free throw shots. And then I think there was a third group that did half and half, 30 minutes of actual practice, 30 minutes of visualization. And the people who visualized had great strides. I can't remember if the, the visualization or the half and half had the best results, but it was not the people who just physically practice. So visualization is powerful. Um, this is a tool you can use with your students. I think we should do a whole episode on it. I'll provide you some visualization resources. I used this with my students in my last year in brick and mortar. Um, we visualized how we wanted the day to go. So visualize how you want your year to go. Be as specific as you can. Visualize how you want that first day to go. And again, imagine what you see what you hear and really, really, really imagine what it feels like to have that optimal first day and really get into that feeling and amp up that feeling of what you want that first day to be like. The more you visualize it, the more you tell that story to your brain, however you can, the more likely it is to happen because it's just going to be natural to your brain. Your brain's like, oh, this is what we're doing. Right. If you, we talked about the subdirectives, um, the prime directives of the subconscious mind. This is why it's important to slow down. In the previous episodes, and that's what your subconscious wants. It wants something specific, and it wants to be told exactly what to do, exactly what to look for. Have it look for the best. Look for the best in things. Focus on the positive as you continue through. Reframe reframe what you're thinking about. So instead of thinking about, for example, I'm going to have less freedom. I'm going to have less free time. Think about what you really want to do in the classroom. Get something excited. So why do I want, why do I want this free time? Okay, well, it gives me something like to be excited about, like I get to go hike a lot. And that's something I love. Okay, well, what, let's reframe back into the classroom with something that I get really excited about in the classroom. For me, the beginning of the year, totes hands down making bulletin boards. I have a skill. I can make bulletin boards and I love it. And I hand make all of them and the characters. And that's what I would focus on. Focus on what I'm really excited about and reframe going back to school. Reframe going back to school. Don't when I'm thinking about what going back to school means, it means I'm in meetings. It means the kids are going to come in and they don't want to be there either. It means that I won't have free time. It means that I don't get to watch my favorite shows. Change it. Change it and reframe what it means. Reframe what going back to school means. Reframing and mindset are huge. Reach for the next best, best thought. And I know you hear a lot of these strategies throughout these podcasts, and that is because they work. <laughs> Reach for the next best thought. If you're having a hard time visualizing your ultimate first day, well, then try to just reach for the next best thought. Well, at least this, right? At least I will not be sleeping in so late and feel groggy. At least I get to wear that new outfit I just bought, right? Look for your next best thought. I get to wear that new outfit. Now that's me right there. Or I get to um, I get to have this theme. I'm really excited about this theme. So reach for the next best thought. Now you may not love meetings, but reach for the next best thought. At least I'm going to be learning 
some important things to bring back to my classroom or the meetings are not going to last all day. Or I trust, you may not be able to reach this high, but if you can, I trust my admin to know the time that I need in my classroom versus what meetings have to happen. Another way that you can shift or reframe your thinking as you're going into this school year to make it better is to journal. Journal about it. First, if your feelings feel stuck, if you feel in just this rotation, of thinking and using all these strategies, you aren't able to like exit that, that Ferris wheel. You're stuck. You're stuck in here and you can't get off. Then get those feelings out on paper first. You can write what is and then begin to start to change your thinking. Your mind will start to take over. So what do you want to happen? What would be better? And then you'll start It'll naturally come. Like, I feel it coming if I'm imagining me writing myself. It'll start to come. And the more you do it, the better you get at it. So if you're journaling often, now when I journal, I'm in this program where we are supposed to write about two basically, quote unquote, negative thoughts, non-productive thoughts that we have, and the emotions that they cause and the actions from that. Well, guys, it's it's really hard for me to think of those because I have trained my brain to change those thoughts, to change those thoughts into the positive. So I have to, it takes a while for me to get them out because the more you do this, the more your brain automatically will reframe things. Make a plan. Like I said before, make a plan for when something happens. Now, there's going to be a lot of things. For example, you know, you know, there's going to be one more meeting or PD than you think there should be, at least one more, right? There's going to be something that you're sitting in thinking about how you want to be back in your classroom to get ready. It's going to happen. Now, that going to happen may be something else from you, but you know these things are going to happen. So make a plan before it happens. Don't be like, I, I know this is going to happen. Look, I was right. I was right. What does being right do? I always say, would you rather be right or would you rather be happy? Some people choose being right. You know those people. <laughs> but you want to be happy. So what are you going to do when this does happen? Yes, you're right. I'm telling you right now. You're right. And so what? So what are you going to do? How are you going to react? I know there's going to be a meeting that I'm going to be sitting in. And instead of that, I'm going to take what they're saying and like focus on how I can integrate it. Or I shouldn't say this, but maybe, maybe you have a note paper and you're like, there's going to be a meeting that I don't think we need. And I know I don't need to pay attention to. Maybe it's that meeting. Uh, we always have to have a sexual harassment meeting and like an insurance meeting. And you're like, dude, I already know all this. We do it every year. So on the DL, maybe you're brainstorming on the side, but just make a plan for things that you know are going to happen so that you can react and reframe before it happens. So your reaction isn't reaction, it's intentional. It's an intentional thought and an intentional action. This is all building your social emotional wellness. Now, if you don't go back to school for a while, Woohoo! Because you can start now to build these habits. Once you build these habits of making time to consider your thoughts, making time to reframe your thoughts, journaling, being aware 
of what's happening, being aware of what you know is going to happen, visualizing, making time for journaling. Once you start doing all these things, it will make a huge, huge shift. So if you start those habits now, start small now. Even if you are going back to school, I highly suggest starting to make time for that now, but I know it's a very stressful time. So if you are going back to school, you do not have energy or capacity to start making time for these habits, um, waking up early to meditate or journal, then just go with the thoughts. Just go with reframing your thoughts and intentionally creating your community. So if you have the back to school blues, tell a different story. Tell a different story to yourself, even if you don't quite believe it yet. And if that's hard, tell a story you do believe, but is like one notch higher, one notch higher than the story you're all you are telling. Find that positive thing that you can latch on to. Look who you're hanging around, all those things. I know that this can be your best year yet with just a little work, even just a little thought work. I know it. So have a fantastic year and stay aware.